Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, a Puerto Rico, Suave. And HBO's own Rod Morrow. What's <laughs> up, brother? And the lovely Karen Morrow. Hey, baby, how y'all doing? see you shout out to brother mark I, I see that microphone yeah he trying to he trying to up the game now I'm, I'm the last one i gotta get a stand we were just looking i just don't want to spend a shit ton yeah of money. We, we went shopping yeah. on yeah. monday's episode on monday's episode <laughs> yeah i got mine for free so yeah mm. they, they're not expensive i'm lazy i like the ones you i'm short so i like the ones you can adjust yeah what you yeah, what y'all using what y'all that's using? how mine is what y'all okay. using? Did y'all go all out? Uh, I don't know what go all out means, but on um, Amazon. <laughs> what the fuck I mean? <laughs> no, actually, I don't. Uh, this does not cost that much. Uh, That's I'm, what all out means. Then we trying oh, to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, because they're not expensive. Yeah. I, yeah this I just called, it's an NO gear microphone okay. arm. I saw one of those. It was, yeah, on the gear. Yeah, it was. Eighteen dollars. So not the one that clips to the desk. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, this one is about uh, to get that one. Yeah, this one is shorter. The one Roger has is longer. I like the longer arm, but I deal with this. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do something. Do something today, probably. In one or two. How y'all feeling? Feeling good, good baby. Good. Good, good, good. I was just talking to a kid in the gym today. He's moving down to Raleigh in June. His wife got a job. I was like, you going to the South, man? He was like, well, I mean, I guess she got a job, you know. <laughs> That's not the deep, deep South. That's what though. I told him. I saw Raleigh and Charlotte, according to my people down there, like pockets, you know. Yes, like Atlanta, like everybody else. Like, honestly, New York people that live in New York, they think New York City is the whole state, and bitch is not. So, you know, like everyone <laughs> else, you have one centralized area, and then you have these other places where you go out there, it's iffy. It's a hey, you might you might see some uh, flags, you might see some hoods, but I think that's mm -hmm. everywhere in the country. Well, that's a good idea, TPS. I may try that. Um, about expensing the mic because I work from home. Um, I think about uh Oh, I know I can. I can definitely write. Now I'm thinking about it. I can definitely write it off on taxes. <laughs> I know that now. Uh thing about New York is people who live in New York City and one of the boroughs, the furthest they're going is Stanford, Connecticut. Right. They don't go nowhere, a lot of them. 
don't travel outside the area. Oh, well, they also think, they think anything south of like northern New Jersey is the deep south. Right. People in New York, they don't really not a, people who kind of grew up there, never been anywhere else. They really think like this. It's dumb oh, people oh, chewing straw. Well, someone who lives here 20 minutes outside of this motherfucking town is the fucking south. They, but I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is they think. They think where we are. They think anything below northern New Jersey. Uh, I'd have to go uh, northern New Jersey. Is different. the deep south, but anything we're not in the. We're not in that anything world. Anything below, anything below us, yeah, <laughs> anything below Norva, you in the deep south. Yeah, twenty believe, minutes, baby. You in the yeah, deep they south. They believe it's the deep south, and particularly people who haven't kind of traveled outside of the area yeah. don't understand that it all ain't like that, and there are, you know. It's not quote unquote New York, but there are cities and populations and everybody ain't living on a fucking farm and shit like that chewing straw all day. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like there, there was people in New York when I when I lived there who thought that anything past like northern Jersey was like people uh, in overalls barefoot, you know, chewing on straw and hay and, you know, just shit like that. And they didn't really they just thought everything New York was the greatest place ever and everything was was the right. dumb South full of idiot rednecks. Meanwhile, upstate New York has plenty of idiot rednecks. Yeah, you know? they don't so. go. They don't. They don't go upstate, and they don't. You don't want to, unless you're a comic. You don't go upstate, and when you do go upstate as a comic, you're like Jesus fucking Christ, these people. And it's yeah, hilarious but, that they think they live in a bubble because they go, "Hey, y'all do know that the hoods and the clan wouldn't just down south thing. I know it was all across the country. They just right just down here. Yeah, and they don't. Uh, I remember. I think. I think it was Mike Payne, who was my roommate in New York. He was talking to someone. Somehow UVA came up, mm-hmm. you know, University of Virginia, and he was telling them how that's that's like a very renowned school. And the guy was like, "What? No, it's not." And, you know, like he thought it's, it's Virginia, yes, so it's it dumb. <clears throat> and he was like, "No, Virginia UVA is like one of the top colleges in the country." But the guy couldn't, and so like Duke, all these places, like it's not just idiots, you know, in all these places. And a lot of New Yorkers have that New York arrogance where they think everybody is a dumb idiot from the South, except me. And they don't have anything to base that on because they've never been anywhere. Right. Right. It's interesting to hear people that from up there that has traveled, talking to somebody who only stays there because they'll say things. And they'll be like, what? they be like, yeah, the rest of the country don't have bodegas on every corner. Like you actually have to go to the grocery store. And, like it's actually more space. Like they, <laughs> they explain it. They're just hilarious to see, you know, somebody who hasn't really been outside of that area be like, I, yeah. I don't understand. The trash cans got wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yeah, we don't have to recycle 45 different ways. That shit don't make no sense. Put it all in the trash can and call it a day. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's there's blind spots from New Yorkers, even though a lot of them are liberal and tolerant, et cetera, et cetera. They have their own blind spots. Sometimes, not of sometimes. Course. Hashtag not all New Yorkers. Not all New Yorkers. Yeah, but upstate New York is a little bit of something. That's why motherfuckers don't go upstate New York. Yeah, upstate New York is is uh, it's all it's a whole different. It's just like in Pennsylvania, you've got Philadelphia, and then you've got Pittsburgh on the other side, and everything in between is Oof. sketchy as hell. Jesus Christ, it's terrible. You don't want to. <laughs> don't take a gig in in those places. Up and down that fucking turn, turnpike, Jesus. Yeah, the, the the turnpike, the Pennsylvania turnpike. It's just a lot of little mountain towns. A little yep. like you just drive past these. These villages at the bottom of a hill that you can see off the interstate, and it's just doesn't seem uh yeah, yes. Uh 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 TPS <laughs> bought up the banks with the tubes. 
I didn't realize that that's not a thing up north because my family would come down here. They was like, y'all got banks with tubes? I was like, yeah. They was like, they had to stop that because people putting shit in it and then it would hit and then bust. I was like, why the fuck would you do that? That's stupid. They don't know about it. You put a, you put a pen in there, pressure <laughs> blows the pen up. Like, this is stupid. I was like, I would ban them too, but I would be mad because now you don't have the convenience. Like, you have to fucking get out your car. You don't have the convenience just being able to drive through the bank and keep it trucking. Yeah. Yeah, well, just a drive-through in general. I don't think they they really comprehend drive-throughs. Well, so you got to start with drive. Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah, <laughs> That's the first That's thing. That's not a driving place. Start with drive, you know, because ain't nobody driving. Yeah, that's why a lot of them get down here. They were like, "The fuck you mean you got to get a car?" It's like, "Hey, dog, hey, hey, we 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 don't we don't have it where you could hop on a train or a rail." And it would be smart if the people down here thought like that when they originally built these cities. But everything is their separate own municipality, and nobody right. thought about all this shit connecting 45, 50 years ago, which would have made it easier. Because like from here to Raleigh, it's amazing when you talk to comments that come down here that we like. They're like, "I'm in Raleigh." Like, well, I'm, I'm bitch, you three hours away from me. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I can't get <laughs> up on the train and make it an hour and a half. Like, I have to make a trip out of this now. Yeah. How many <laughs> blocks is it? I mean, how many miles is it? Is that how many miles? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot more spread out than they're used to, obviously. Even other cities. I mean, you know, even like New York is very unique. So a place like D.C. is much more spread out, too, because D.C. encompasses Virginia and Maryland. And like the DC area, you still got to have a car. There's a lot of people in DC who won't leave DC because it's like I got to cross over a bridge and go into another state. It's like cross a got to cross a river. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, when I used to live in Galveston, I I literally met people that n- have never left the island. Yeah, right. Houston is less than 45 minutes away, and they have never been because they have never left the island. Wow, got that's everything I need right here. Corner. Yeah, yeah. everything I need right here. Why well, I gotta go to Houston for? I'm like to have fun, live a life. <laughs> they were talking about that on um uh, with the with the Freaknik documentary coming. It's like, well, when's the Kappa Beach Party Galveston documentary gonna come? Because <laughs> after Freaknik got shut down, they all went over to Galveston to Kappa Beach Party in yeah, Galveston. Yeah, and the city quickly shut that shit down. Yeah. Uh, they were cool with the Kappa parties, but then uh, after a while, the Kappas removed their name from it, and it just became the uh, like Galveston Beach Party. I forget what they like, call it. Can't be associated with this. But <laughs> once the uh, once the Kappas removed their name from it, it just spiraled out of control, and the city was like, "Yep, no more." Yeah. Uh, speaking of, and we're not, we don't have to get the comments right now, but Abbasi did leave two comments on last week's uh, episode. Thursday he episode, probably went. <laughs> Abbasi said, I got to defend my brothers as a proud member of Iota Phi Theta Fraternity, Inc. Oh, he's an Iota? Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> he's, one one. Of, he's one of the seven. I didn't know they had Inc. <laughs> they're incorporated. Yeah, they're uh, all incorporated. All, yeah, I was like, I think the they're seven. all incorporated. Abbasi, one of the seven? All right, brother. He said, join Sit spring. Now. Spring 2013 at Virginia State. Thought most of my thought most of the shit y'all said was anecdotally correct. Uh, old boy was looking crazy in that clip though. Then he left a second comment. I definitely got to get on the podcast. I'd be having some shit I want to say. LOL. So, um, off your chest. I mean, is is a shit you got to say about the females or is it like? Uh, you got to talk about. We're talking about these females. These females. 
Yeah, uh, y'all talking about the Gavis and the Kappa. They was like, yeah, we can deal with these niggas out here slow stepping and with, with <laughs> shit like that, but we can't deal with the rest of these youngers and them good legs <laughs> coming out here with this foolishness. Crazy. <laughs> is Karen's mic a little quieter than just me? As it, as it it's, a little low. Low. it's a little low. How's the levels look, Rod? I don't uh, know. Rod, you working? <laughs> I'm I'm uploading our show, but um, oh okay. I think I thought you were working. You look you looked. I'm, I'm listening to everything. No, but, no, I know you're listening, but you look like you're working. You, you. Yeah, I'm paying. I'm paying attention to the stuff. But is it both of us or just Karen? Uh, no, because just for so you you sound fine. Oh, it's just me. I'm. But you talk. Quiet. You talk with more. Uh, but we're having some. Uh, Zoom is is once again uh, putting Randolph's audio her, is loud. I turned yeah. our volume up a little bit. Is this that's better. helping at all? That's better. That makes that's that makes better. Sense. Yeah. Yay! Uh, Randolph's audio was distorting. Still is. Uh, mm. Your audio was low. It. I don't know. It's a Zoom thing because it's been doing that last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, it's a me thing. I get emotional and get really loud. Like last week, Roger be like, "Oh, you came in loud." I was like, "My bad." Yeah, I, over here, I thought she was being too loud <laughs> the, the whole time. Well, one one thing Zoom does if if you come in loud, Zoom will automatically drop your volume really low oh. for a couple minutes, and then it'll bring you back up to normal. It's supposed it's trying to automatically regulate your volume, but it doesn't do a good job of that. Okay, yeah, so, nice. and I've been noticing on mine because I have my uh my uh my feed up that it's like my input volume has been fluctuating the whole time. Yeah. Without me touching it, just depending on what's yeah, my going PC, on. My I'm, PC I'm does like, that too. Like, like I have my, my, I have the volume up on our PC, and then sometimes I'll see it'll adjust the input to like forty one or some shit. Just yeah, like Karen will yell, it'll go down to forty one. I have to manually put it back up whenever she's done yelling. Like yeah, right. Like, right now I'm at like a, I'm at like forty two. Yeah. So what you trying to say about these females? Females. <laughs> these females. <laughs> Talk about these females. I feel like if we've gone 2,700 episodes without me telling you to adjust your volume, so I feel like <laughs> my feminist ally points is high as fuck. I know that, bro. As a producer, I could have I could have been uh I could have been like, hey, it's spiking. <laughs> Enough of these females talking. <laughs> Enough of this loudness. That's <laughs> the thing too. Loud isn't even an issue. It's distorting. Once it distorts, see, see, you... see women, grown men are talking here. See, see, like that distorted. When Randolph just said yeah, that, yeah, that did that did distort. That distor- if I guess hold your mic a little further away, Randolph. But the distortion you can't edit out. Once it's in, it's in. If it if the volume goes up and down, you can compress it later and even everything out. That's no problem. But uh distortion you can't now they have ai now that's trying to fix that to like take distortion out but it's not technology's not there yet like there's some there's some things coming down the pike that'll probably solve that problem in the future but once you get that it's just it's just in the recording from now on so what you trying to say randolph i let you talk now let me talk <laughs> i'm never trying to say i let you talk now let me talk i let you talk now let me talk <laughs> See that didn't distort, but it was a little quiet. See, it's that's a Zoom thing. I'm I'm popping in like Molly. Shut up. <laughs> shut, shut up. Shut up, bitch. Men are talking. <laughs> that's all I hear when I. Let's, it's time for men to talk, guys. Let you talk. Now let me talk. Enough of these females. 
See, 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 you don't know. You don't know about these good brothers. <laughs> He's a good brother. He's a good brother. Now, don't you sell me no black soap now. Let me tell you, Will Kane, that's a good brother. <laughs> I know Will Kane. I've talked to Will Kane. I've had many conversations, good ones. But however, he is however. a good brother, him, Jerry Jones. <laughs> they are some good brothers. These are good men. Are they're they? all they're all verified with paid for blue checks. Yeah, Will Kane thinks uh, Ralph Yarl is six feet tall. I don't know if y'all knew that. Yeah, we watched that clip on Monday. He said he's six feet tall and he was pulling on the door. Six feet tall. Who? Will Kane? Did you see? No, you remember Will Kane? No, yeah. no, no. Who does he think is six feet tall? Ralph Yarl, the kid that got shot by the oh. guy. Like, uh, He's oh. six feet tall. That was his defense for the guy shooting him. He was six feet tall and he was pulling oh. on the door. Yeah, he's oh. pulling on the door. Because there's two sides. You can put yourself in both sides of the situation. You can see yourself as a person getting shot. You can also see yourself as a person who has a, a six foot tall black man pulling on your door. Oh, he didn't he, say black man. He didn't say six black. Foot tall. A six, he studiously avoided saying black because it's not about race, y'all. As long as what, you know. what, is, what does he do again? He's on Fox News. Oh, just and went to Fox. Okay, so he doesn't do sports no more. No, he no. does these little commentary segments. He on didn't Fox really do now. sports before, though. That was the thing. <laughs> he does. Um, I bet he ain't never played a sport in his life. And if he was on a team, he sat on a bench. Yeah, he's got a podcast here, the Will Kane podcast. Didn't didn't the guy's son come out and say like this motherfucker be watching Fox News? Like grandson, grandson, yeah, grandson. We watched grandson. yeah. We watched talked on we, Monday. We the grandson was like, his okay. brother came out and said, "No, all lives matter." Basically. Well, in the interest of the audience having already heard this, I'm, I'm, we can go ahead and skip this part. We all know that man, right? No, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Plus, our Thursday, our Thursday listeners are fucking okay. freeloaders. Well, we'll play the Will Kane clip at least. Okay. Hard turn to a sad and tragic story out of Kansas City, where a young man, 16 years old, appeared to have gone to the wrong residence. The appeared. Man inside, the 84-year-old man inside, responded to the young man at his door with gunshots. Now, you can imagine yourself on both sides of this door, going to the wrong residence to no, pick I up your siblings. Literally got the wrong address. And all of a sudden, as you're standing at the doorbell, shots ringing out. You can also imagine yourself on the other side, an 84-year-old man with a six-foot-tall guy outside your door, what? reportedly pulling on the glass outer door to come reportedly. inside. Here's what I would tell you. This is a tragedy, but there is zero evidence that it is racist. And that's the narrative today, that it is ringing a doorbell while being black. I'll reserve judgment as we all should until we get the facts to arrive at a conclusion. And then his grandson was like, yeah, he's racist. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Which I'm sure Will will not accept as facts. <laughs> of course not. He didn't have <laughs> uh, inc incontrovertible proof. So anything short of that. Responsible gun ownership. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. all, all gun owners are responsible uh, all of in them. their own minds. Yep. You know? But uh yeah, I mean, it's been fuck Will Kane for a minute. I I just I've always thought his bullshit was whack. So but but Rod, you got to understand <laughs> now he is a good brother. Yeah, he's a good man. I'll tell you, I'll talk, I'll talk to anybody. You know, I'll talk to <laughs> Will Kane, I'll talk to Gotta, gotta yeah, I remember one time because when they were both on ESPN, you know, the powers that be would be like, you know, Bo might take a day off or something on the radio 
and they'd be like, oh, we'll have Will Kane fill in for him because they were promoting Will Kane at the time. And I just remember anytime he filled in being like, well, what the fuck are y'all doing? This, yeah. <laughs> He's not even this catering clearly, to the same audience. Clearly, like, are you trying to tell Bomani's audience to go away? What, right. what, what are you hoping to, to get out of this? And then finally, there was just this episode about the um, NASCAR thing where Will was doing the same thing. It was when uh, the black NASCAR driver thought he saw a noose. Bubba and- Wallace, yeah. Wallace thought he saw like a noose hanging his thing. It turned out to be like not it wasn't trying to be a noose. It was like a rope that was hung up and all this stuff. But Will Kane was doing the whole like, why should we assume anything with race, blah, 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 and NASCAR. And Bo just called up and eviscerated this man for like five or 10 minutes. And for me, after that, Will Kane ceased to exist. I was like, yep. Oh, it, I remember that. We were that at was... the uh we were at um we were on vacation at that little Virginia resort down by the river on the river when they came, we rode back in the car listening to it. I was like, who he's cutting him apart. That was Will Kane's <laughs> last day at ESPN. I, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And that's how he spent his last day. And it kind of felt, I mean, I know Bo would never admit this. I mean, they were working at the same place, but it kind of felt like last day of school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you know, that person you've been waiting to fight the whole fucking time. <laughs> right. I know I'm going to get in trouble if I fight you even a second before the last bell, but <laughs> the second that fucking bell rings, your ass is mine. Well, all I kept thinking was, uh, I remember Stephen A. telling saying how smart Will Kane is. And I'm like, well, then Bomani is an uber genius. Yeah. He, granted, he is, but. <laughs> I think Will, Will, Kane is, Will Kane is the thinking man's racist. There's a thing about, I was just talking with somebody about this. There's a thing about smarts. What What is smart to you? Just because you can string together a sentence well, does that make you smart? Mm-hmm. A lot of people can do that. What's the content of the, of the sentence that you're putting together? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the content of what you're saying? Is that smart? No. I, think, I think Will Kane is, is the thinking man's racist. He's, he's like when they rebranded Naziism as the alt-right, like He's yeah. not racist, though, Ron. It's, it's a softer version of yeah, it. We, it's, we're not Trump. Like, I was watching this uh, documentary series on Netflix called uh, Web of Make-Believe. It's really yeah. good. And they have an episode on the alt-right about this with this girl who used to be in the alt-right. And then she had an awakening after being abused and all this shit by them dudes. Because <laughs> guys are not... They're not just racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're kind of a one-size-fit-all operation over there. And so she is working with a group, you know, that's getting people out of these hate groups and shit. And, you know, it's, it's work that needs to be done, but of course, hard for me to be too empathetic, uh, being that they, you know, the unifying mantra was we hate everybody that's not white and mm-hmm. you fell for that. So anyway, the point being though, um, they took that dude. I, I know y'all know his name. I don't remember his name, but the dude that was in like vanity, uh, a variety and all this shit. He Richard was like, Spencer. Richard Spencer. They took Richard Spencer and they were like, he was helping us go mainstream. You know, he wasn't, he knew not to say like certain things. And so he wouldn't say, I hate the N words. He'd say stuff like, listen, what's wrong with loving your people? If black people love other black people, we don't, we call that positive. But only when white people do that, do we make it negative? Dog? Man, she had a fucking video. From when they had like a Charlottesville before the Charlottesville 
rally before the, the Unite the Right one, a different one. They had like a house party in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. The audio of this man, boy, it was no pretense <laughs> behind. He was up there like, and I should be the master because I am the pure Aryan white race. And then I'm tired of the mongrels telling me what to do. And if yep. you don't that side, you need to leave. And I was like, that's how they feel. That feels like Will came to me. Yeah. Like, like I don't expect what it's only if you expect them to sound like they would behind closed doors that you would be lauding the shit they say in front of us. Like Correct. you're only giving that credit because you're like, he didn't say the N word one time. I'm like, that's a low fucking bar. Everything he said called you the N word without him <laughs> saying it. That's mm-hmm. how Will Kane sounds to me. He's saying racist shit. He's just not going to stand in it. He's going to always be like, I'm asking questions. I'm saying we don't know because these police officers beat this black kid to death. We don't know that it was a race. Rod, but Rod, he's a smart brother. (laughs) (laughs) Such an intelligent man. Right. He's like the. And I don't give a damn if you think (laughs) that I should be wrong for saying that. I don't give a damn. He's the people that, and same thing with Stephen A to some extent, because even when Stephen A does that thing that you're doing, it's still him refusing to talk about the context of it, right? Yeah, He's, it's all patting yourself on the back to, right. to, to not talk about what you claim. It's like, we have conversations about what? Yeah, what? What do you have conversations about? What And, and the, what are conclusions do y'all arrive to? What, what is it that makes them smart to you? Yeah, that's right. what I always want to know is, well, you just I just want to have a conversation with somebody. What's the conversation going to be about? He's not saying the N word out loud. And that's why that's why he's smart to you, because he says the conservative shit that those people say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just a viewpoint and nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we can just do we can just agree to disagree. As long as we can sit and we can talk and we can have this conversation, I'm like, the conversation is meaningless because neither one of y'all keeping it real. Yeah, it just goes back to that thing where people venerate just having the conversation. Like, that's the end goal. Like, we got, we sat down, we talked, we were civil. We didn't start yelling and fighting and punching each other. So, progress was made. And no, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You're, Nothing's you're, being done. Nothing's one. changing. Yeah, you're blocking progress because you're not calling people out. Apparently, Charles Barkley and Gail King are going to host a primetime show on CNN. About okay. what? <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> I just that sounds horrible. I just saw it. Gail King and Charles Barkley to host a new primetime show on CNN. Hmm. That's going to be interesting. Weekly. I wonder how long it's going to take her to look at him and be like, "What? What?" I want the show to be non-political, says Barkley. <laughs> get the get the fuck out on get CNN. The fuck out of here. What's what's he added that the show would so touch on politics. You know, Gail King is going to be a straight shooter. I'm going to be a straight shooter. I know she's going to be fair and honest. You know, I'm going to do the same thing. No uh, holds barred. Look at current topics. Well, then you got to get political. Well, then you're going to talk about uh-huh. politics. I, I could see this turning real fast. He's Charles Barkley does not way. have does not have the intellectual curiosity to do a show like this. I'm just going to say that right now. This shit is not going to go the way they think it's going to go. Well, <laughs> yeah, this is going to, uh, they're going to do like maybe 
10 shows and that's going to be it. And that's if they but, get that yeah. far, because I could see just him saying something, particularly with her or audience saying something. Or, coming out hot, coming out hot to her. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, be like how that. dare you talk to this black woman that way or watch her yeah. tone like it is going to. He going to talk over her and people going to lose their fucking minds. Yeah, he going to come out and he may come out the box trying to fuck with her like that. Mm-hmm. I may watch a show just just to see that. And culturally relevant programming and unique perspectives. Whenever you see a white man saying something like culturally relevant programming, unique perspectives, that means that's that shit of uh, this is the unique perspective that agrees. It doesn't sound like all the other black perspectives, and, which is not what you're going to get from Gail King, but you definitely gonna get that from Charles Barkley. And not to be funny, this is not TNT. So this right. ain't Charles and Kenny and all that shit. She actually knows her fact, and she actually might challenge you and check you on it and right. start asking questions. He ain't gonna like be, that. Right. It's gonna be interesting to see how he responds to her. Be like, well, I've actually read an article on that, or well, I've actually read that book, or I've actually studied that, or what you're saying is not I'm true. Telling you, doesn't doesn't doesn't, Ke- doesn't Gail have like a journalism degree or something? Yeah, like that? she's a, she's a straight ahead journalist. He doesn't have so, the, he doesn't have the <laughs> the the. the emotional band the intellectual bandwidth for this not to go back and forth with her Mm-mm. yeah he just doesn't well they're gonna he talk with, about he does with charles and kenny if uh, charles kenny and what's the other cat's name who's the host yeah but ernie but because ernie, if ernie if ernie hangs back and just lets them go <laughs> it's fine right but ernie could just jump in and shut all that shit down if he wanted to he don't have the he doesn't have the intellectual heft for this period um, well, he, they're going to talk about hard hitting topics like gun control to lighter fare, like food and pop culture. So oh, Jesus, he might have uh, some things to say about a few topics, but I don't know about gun control. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to look to Charles Barkley for a take on gun control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the issue we're having to fill, uh, cable news with shit, because at this point, that's just an entertainment show. Right. right? Yeah. That's not a news show. That's not really anything worthwhile or educational. It's just right. personalities that we expect to clash at least a little bit. Right. A lot of bit. Um, <laughs> and we, uh, one of them's a basketball player that we really only look to for his basketball opinions. <laughs> right. Uh, and Gail King's more of a, like an interviewer, not really a person. She's not really an analyst style person that she doesn't really give opinion a lot of times. Right. 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 Way. So I'm, it just seems like a spectacle. Which yeah. Is I guess exactly one what thing, what the car, the car crash. Mm-hmm. Gail King will be prepared. I don't know if Barkley will like for when, when right. a certain topic is kind of going to come up, she'll do the, the background work to have a, you know, a, of course, a fair take on it. He gonna do like me on this podcast. Just show up, not read the <laughs> just, background. I ain't, <laughs> ain't looked up nothing. And yeah. like, I'm here. The name of the show is King Charles. I don't think so. so. It's really a vehicle for him. Calling him. Well, Gail what? King and Charles Barkley. So King Charles. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Because that's the first thing I would think. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that. Yeah. Oh, that King Gail King, right? That's the first thing I would th- get the fuck King out Charles. of Charles. Yeah. I thought that that was just what they were kind of calling him in the article. They're legitimately calling the show King. Get the fuck. The show is called King Charles. Gail signed off on that? Get the I mean, fuck her name is first. Me. She gets top billing. Is is oh, really, really, really? Remember back in the day when he was in the NFL or the NFL NBA, they they call him King Charles. Sir Charles. 
Sir Charles. Sir Charles. Well, okay. sir, it's not that far away from King. Now. Yeah. How about okay? Maybe the show could from... be all her Charles. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> uh, King Charles. I mean, it's a play on words, I guess. Uh, Gail King, and maybe her name will be. Maybe the word King will be in a larger font in the logo. I think he should do a show with R. Kelly called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't see nothing wrong. I do. I it do. be an all CNN. I don't see they nothing need, wrong. They, they need to call it King and this nigga. Cartoon <laughs> <laughs> in this week, this fall, CNN, primetime. So here he go. <laughs> King and this motherfucker. <laughs> Come on. King Charles. Come on. King Charles. Oh. Charles on that bullshit. <laughs> That's named King Charles. Tune in to see what he's going to say. Bullshit. What's he going to say next? You got to find, you got to tune in to find out. I won't be watching, but you know, if, if Black Twitter get a hold of, I find out what happened weekly. Black Twitter's gonna talk about it because he's gonna say shit. He's going yes, to say it shit. Is. I don't know why Gail does this because I just feel like the only thing in it for Gail is a bunch of why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, what you gonna get out of this, Gail? You know, you the one that we expect things from. You just oh, gonna Gail. get a bunch of fucking people in your mentions. Like, why would you sign up? Because when he say something stupid, we're not gonna look at him. We're gonna look at you like your dumb ass thought it was good to sit across from him saying stupid shit. <laughs> he, she got a good gig at CBS Morning. Yeah, she's the highest uh, pay uh, uh, anchor. I would yeah. assume she's staying. I would assume, if you're going to, I would assume she has to go work for C. You can't work at CBS Morning and then work at CNN. It don't work like that. Yeah. So I would assume she's she's leaving CBS Mornings to go over there. You leaving your good gig for this? I bet she'll keep both gigs. Yeah, yeah. I think she'll keep both. I feel gigs. like she'll keep both. Right, because it's gonna be one of them things where she goes, "Well, this ain't gonna last long." The rules, the rules, I'll take the check. The rules don't apply. To, this is a show that Gail. So yeah, so. he's not leaving TNT. Either. <laughs> right. So. He gonna she like can't be can't be on Tuesdays and Thursdays. She ain't putting all her eggs in the Charles Barkley basket. That much I know for sure. <laughs> Better not be. No, he's gonna be a bunch of clips of her going, Oh, Charles. I give him I give him two to three weeks before he has the unforgivable stupid comment. Like, I don't (laughs) think I don't think you come out the gate on the pilot episode with the unforgivable, but give him about two to three weeks when they like, uh, and then we covering the violence in Chicago, and it's gonna be like, here we go. Oh, what if there's like a what if on the first day? Because I'm sure more fathers in the home, you know, my good friend. Yep. On the first day of taping, what if there's a mass shooting that day? Right. Are they just gonna oh, are just gonna geez. show like other program alternate programming? First, first of all, in America, what day would that not there? be a mass shooting? <laughs> it's gonna be a mass shooting. <laughs> address. They're just gonna not oh. show it. You're gonna, you're gonna tune into King Charles and it's gonna be the it's gonna be like X Games reruns or something. <laughs> like, what's going on? What happened? And it's gonna be Charles up there. They're gonna bring some guest chef in to cook some food. You know, they're gonna be like, oh, this is good. Remember, gonna be like, oh, I'm not eating that. Remember Charles? Remember when they used to have to move TV episodes based off of mass shootings? Remember those days? Uh, yeah, right. I remember that. I know more. When's the last time we moved anything off of some <laughs> mass shootings? Uh, we'd be like, yeah, uh, anyway. Remember when sitcoms used to cover? Mass shootings, they would do a mass yeah. shooting episode or a, a riot episode. They don't do that shit no more, do they? Mm-hmm. Nope. 
He, you know, it's gonna be Charles Barkley. You know, Michael, I was talking to my good friend Clarence Thomas, and he was saying, Who? <laughs> they, said, they said they're gonna have the people that are part of the meet, like the people they talking about on the show, by the way. Oh no, okay. So they're gonna have guests on there, so this is not gonna be good at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I would watch Glell, Stephen A. Smith, and Charles Barkley together. I would watch that. <laughs> That'd be a combo for because I don't just because of the clusterfuckness. But they're it. just doing like they're just baking cookies. <laughs> yeah, I watch, like, watch that too. I watch that too, but I want them to talk about some shit. <laughs> All in aprons and shit. Let's go. All right. Flower everywhere. Charles, the thing for me, and and now Bo said this, a bunch of people said this. Everybody I know that's met him in real life. They He's all the say this guy in real life. Not about it's not even nice. That's not what I was gonna say. Okay. They say they've never met anyone as good at being famous as Charles Barkley is. I mean, I can see that. And and so I think that's why his personal world is so absurd compared to our the real world. Yeah, I can like he'll that. this will never get back to him in any real way. Like he in his <laughs> life, everyone loves me all the time, no matter right. what I say or do. Right, right. You know, he don't even deal with the backlash from the shit he saying, dude. It's it's been it's what bothered me for years, live, boy. It's bothered me for years, but it makes sense now that I know people that know him. Where I was like, oh, because even if you don't fuck with him, if he comes in your spirit, part of you's like, it's Charles Barkley. Right, it's Charles Barkley. This show is going to be live, by the way. It's not pre-taped. Oh, God. Oh, yes. that's, that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't going to happen. This shit ain't going to happen, dog. It's no way. They don't come in there with the live audience. They're going to be like, oh, no. This ambitious as hell because they ain't getting 10 episodes. And it's an deep. hour long. An hour an long. Hour. By, I want to say by week. Three, they gonna have fill in people for Charles Barkley. It's yeah, no way. Barkley. Barkley. I mean, one of the good things about the TNT show is that he doesn't even stick to highlights. He'll just go off on a tangent. The highlights yes. are playing. Yes. He's talking about a whole different thing. Whole different shit. And he don't like being on TNT all the time. Like he hates. Don't seem like he does. Like he hates when it's like playoff time and he got to watch bad games and be there till <laughs> one in the morning. He hates that shit. <laughs> He's been the whole time. Yeah, the other night he was like, he was like, can we leave? Like, it was like 1245. He was like, can I go at one o'clock? <laughs> like, it's part of the charm. Yeah, it's part of the shit. Like, I know it's Like, I know it's bad, but but it's also endearing that they're the only halftime show of any major sport that can be like, yeah, today's shit was whack. <laughs> Gail King's oh, gonna be nobody talking. Else can do that. They're gonna they're gonna move the camera over to where Barkley was sitting. It's just gonna be like a bunch of pillows with a blanket over him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna be gone. It's just gonna be somebody else. It's gonna be somebody else as Charles Barkley. <laughs> AI Charles Barkley. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably end up at least if this shit is actually like entertaining, I'm definitely gonna end up watching some. I already know that. Yeah, like, he'll bring he'll definitely bring attention to the show. Yeah. To like, CNN. It's gonna be the kind of clusterfuck that I feel like can't make it. <laughs> so I need to watch as much as I can before, before it got song. yeah, before it get canceled. Because there's no fucking way this man's doing live TV for 10 hours consecutive. <laughs> about, about current up. events. Right. <laughs> no. Now I don't want to get political, but I just feel like them black kids deserve to be beat by the police, Gail. <laughs> 
Gail, come on now. Okay, so today we're going to talk about uh, reparations, and then later Gordon Gordon Ramsay is going to be here, and we're going <laughs> to going to cook a steak. And I can feel like because they're calling it King Charles, that he's going to be like, "Oh, I got promoted. It's my exactly. show. <laughs> this is my show, right? He's definitely going to have a crown." Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna sit on the throne. She's gonna right. be sitting in like a regular business casual chair. He's gonna have a throne. I love when he does clown shit, by the way. Ain't that what makes <laughs> like, it great? Like they played some like MC Hammer or something on TT the other night, and this nigga was dancing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love about that goddamn show. Oh man, I, I hate that I love this man. I really do. But I do love him. I love I this goddamn show. It's he was he was dancing. It was like every time he do some stupid shit, it's like everything he's ever said goes away for a second. I'm like, why can't you just do this? What's wrong with just being this guy all the time? Why why do you want to give us your political thoughts? I don't understand. Well, right. Not exactly political. He's just telling you what you need to know. <laughs> And they're not really fully formed thoughts most of the time. It's just, I'm not telling you what you need to know. You're the one who needs to know. You need this knowledge. You don't even sound like you thought about it. Like, why do you care? You don't seem like you care. We're being honest. Your thoughts are, they're transparently simple and then immediately <laughs> bump. It doesn't even seem like you care to, to care. So what, what's the fucking point, dude? Yeah, like you can't, on a show with Gail King, you can't just like make fun of rookies for half the show yeah you know and, and like go off on your tangents like she's gonna want to keep you focused on the topic part of what's funny about his tnt shit is when he don't know stuff yeah that's the, that's like the joke your whole job of being an analyst is to oh, know you mean things. he has to know things at this job right it's crazy like you can't be <laughs> you can't be knowing people's names and shit you be like charles this is your whole job you already know when they start talking about congress and shit he gonna be like what's the woman name um, <laughs> oh what's the, the blonde when it did crossfit like what come on charles yeah i i don't want to hear his takes about like the war in ukraine Right. Mm-hmm. Or any of that shit. Especially because he's not going to know. Right. He's he like, know why was we in the war in the first place? Like, what, what's their president? The uh, the comedian? Is it John Stewart? <laughs> the comedian. Like, what? No, what no, are you doing, sir. Charles? What you doing, dog? Because because you know when he do basketball, they have a whole game called Who He Play For. <laughs> right. And the whole joke is Charles don't know who nobody play for that's not a superstar. <laughs> And you cover this for a living many days a year. You finna right. do politics 10 times, dude. And play out. And what's even funny is when they college time, when they be plugging it, they don't know none of them boys' names in the college realm. Oh my God. This nigga. It says here too that they will both keep their other jobs. That's part of the Ooh, deal. That's so. It. so they are keeping other jobs. Well, good yeah. for Gail, so they know this is going to go smooth six episodes, six to ten. It should go that long. Charles talk all that shit. He ain't never leaving TNT. No. No. Easiest paycheck ever. Yeah. He loves sitting up there talking shit with Shaq and, and Kenny and them. Oh, yeah. You know, they well, have you say leave, see, what, Even if he leave, what else is he going to do? Right. <laughs> you know, he's not qualified to do anything else. Yep. And and guess what? We're about to find that out. Okay, not so that that, not that that stopped him so far. Yeah. <laughs> the head guy at CNN says one of the things that I've been very clear about is we should try to widen the aperture of what we could be in prime time. That we need to compete not for the news junkie. Let's compete for people who are watching television, 
we have discretionary time. People who are saying, should I watch ESPN? Should I watch Netflix? Should I watch HGTV? Hey, CNN always has something interesting. I think if we compete for those viewers without offending the core cable news junkie, that's to me the best guess or best best hypothesis. Let's just have Charles Barkley flip houses then. Like just have him do all that shit. By the way, that guy, Chris Like, is a terrible CEO. He has no idea. He doesn't seem to have any idea what the fuck he's doing. Well, he's gonna he's gonna compete for the HGTV audience. On well, there CNN. you go. Oh, you, gonna, you ain't gonna get them. I'm I'm that audience. You ain't gonna pull me with you, Charles Barkley. You gonna compete for the IOTAs next? We just get these <laughs> IOTAs to come watching <laughs> on tonight's show. Females. We're gonna talk about the females, everybody. Yeah, you talking about the crowd that watches House Hunter International? You Not gonna you aiming for that group of people? I think it could. I think I there's very few new ideas in in that cable news landscape because right. they, because what we do know is the shit they've been doing don't work. Right. And the true problem is that there aren't 24 hours of news to fill. No, and it is not. Everything is an avoidance of that truth. And I get what he's doing is like, well, then let's do some circus shit because don't know. Like what we do know is motherfuckers ain't tuning in at eight to hear us repeat the same shit we've been saying all day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now let's just bring in a loose cannon like Charles Barkley, a name like Gail King. Because yeah. that'll be that'll, fun, right? Because if it's if it's a clusterfuck, people might watch a clusterfuck. If it's actually good, people may watch it because it's actually good. Uh, but the worst thing, the worst case scenario they have now is people just don't watch at all. No, so every- that's why he's swinging for the fences. Yeah, and everybody's ratings have been down. They will never admit it. Since Trump has been in office across yep. the board, everybody's ratings has went down. Everybody benefited from that fucker being in office. And that's why CNN is going to overcover Trump now in this next race, yeah. but like oh. they did last time because they need the the eyeballs, and they're not going to get a, get them from like Ch- Charles Barkley, you know, Dunk Dynasty or whatever they try to do. That's like an HGTV sh- show. It's just not going to work because you already have those shows. You don't go to CNN for, you know, Property Brothers. You go to CNN hey! for for right. something I'm else. Like, I don't understand you reaching out to that audience. Yeah, that's not your audience. Mm-mm. It's the wrong audience. People want news and people are either going to watch. There's three choices, basically. Fox, MSNBC, and CNN in primetime, unless you're one of those super crazy people who I watches. Think, I think the, the difference. the difference is the real audience he might could get is people that are attracted to a, a fucking car wreck. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's really, yeah, you, you don't, don't want them because you got to put it. You got to have a car wreck every week. You can that have that with away. Charles. You can have that with live Charles Barkley. I feel like 50, 50. Like, like I, <laughs> it's a reason that we all think this is a bad idea. It's because <laughs> he's a train wreck waiting to happen. Anytime he's not talking about basketball. So, right. I could I'm not I don't think it's good. I feel like it's a very cynical take by the CEO, but I he ain't going to say the real truth, which is we just hope he says some problematic shit and then we can get the clicks and the likes and the right. People might yeah. watch him say something fucked up. And CNN has since this new guy took over has drifted more conservative. Mm-hmm. And Barkley could be sort of a pseudo conservative voice cuz he does have some pseudo conservative takes from time to time. And ain't nobody watching. As Latoya is saying, ain't nobody watching CNN anymore. Right. That brings her in the toilet. Bring back those uh those documentaries about the 90s or something. <laughs> Greg. Charles that's pretty funny, White. Greg. Charleston White <laughs> and Charles Barkley. Charles in charge. Charles in charge. <laughs> yeah, that's well, pretty funny. This fall coming to CNN. 
Are <laughs> 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 they really going to try and do this shit, too? Okay. All right. Have you guys watched the baby on a plane rant? No. I've seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You haven't I seen haven't it? Seen it. He's from Baltimore. Yeah, this was like on a Southwest flight. I think leaving Baltimore or coming into Baltimore. Um, this guy has gone viral now for this. Although we don't know his name, right? I don't think we know anything about the guy. Oh, just that he's from Baltimore, apparently. Yeah. And someone reported this guy ranting about a baby, a crying, screaming baby on a plane. Stuck in a holding pattern for weather, and an SW a passenger loses his mind over a baby. No, you didn't. You paid to get A to B. Want me to scream? Want me to scream? Don't fucking scream. Please stop the baby. Please. Bro, please. That child was a black baby. What the fuck would be happening right now? All right, what? He said that child. He said. What did he say about a black baby? What? Bro, please. That child was a black baby. What the fuck would be happening right now? I know. All right, so. I don't even understand what that means. If that it, child was a black baby, what would be happening right you'd now? You'd be shutting him up? Maybe that means they'd be shutting the baby up if he was black? I, I, that doesn't really check out. Uh-huh. Um, Does baby yeah. cry? All of them do. That, that's Babies can't do. understand. So right. yeah, if it was yeah, a black yeah. baby, I don't think there would be a significant change in the approach. And, and here's my thing. Where is the baby's father? Yeah. And that, why at this point, I'd be ready to father. <laughs> have his hand around this dude's <laughs> neck i'd be ready to fight at this point like what the fuck dude right uh, i would have been choking this dude out at this well that baby point. took a solo flight it was in first class <laughs> oh, okay. the parents went on the plane at the time it's a rich baby right <laughs> um so this guy ran he's i also there's noise canceling headphones exist and you know if you take a flight you should probably maybe ahead of time. Maybe his batteries ran out on his headphones. I don't know, but there are ways to mitigate this. My problem is that he not even keep a real, he not even real with it. Like, dude, <laughs> if you got a problem with that baby, beat that baby ass. Yeah, go do <laughs> Why are you telling me about it? You the one sound scared to me. You want some of this? And the baby's like, come on, come on. You want some of this? I'll throw up all over you. Like, if you're not going to whoop that baby ass, then shut the fuck up. Right. Be quiet. <laughs> the baby's just got a full diaper waiting for this guy. <laughs> like, Come on, bring it. What the fuck would be happening right now? I know you're not going there. You're not going there. I'm fucking going there. We're not okay, in well. Florida yet. You can't do what the fuck you feel like. Fuck. I was sleep the whole time. You haven't served me anything. You try to keep my calm, but if I wasn't on this plane, I would be. Because there's a child trying the flight non-fucking stop okay. that's what's happening <laughs> the child as soon as he 
mentions that the kids start screaming like the kids I mean, trolling him at this point <laughs> yeah, the, baby. the mother's poking the kid in the leg he wants to be held to the same standard as a baby Let's be rational. Hold on, hold on. You want to be rational? No, 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 no. Don't tell me what the fuck I know. Let's be rational. We are in a fucking tin can with a baby in a goddamn echo chamber, and you want to talk to me about being fucking okay? This woman, I believe, is the woman that he's with, because she she's trying to talk to him here, and he is not listening to her. Oh, this ain't the first time they've had this. Well, if that's his woman, you know, yeah. Thank you, Karen. Before. That ain't the first so, time. So, you know, it's it's one of them things. That's her fault. People, <laughs> people, people talk about, oh, you know, women out here and the man step in. This is one of them things where a woman knows her man, too. And if you, I'm not going to be with a man that's going to fucking embarrass me like this and be irrational yeah. and illogical. Oh, We're all in the tube. No shit, nigga. We all in this fucking <laughs> tube. Nobody can go anywhere. And the baby <laughs> has no idea what's yeah. going on the baby doesn't know he's being an imposition on anyone not that he should care right. he's flying as all kinds of weird pressure changes in his ears he, the baby's don't know what the fuck's going on in a plane well, the pressure changes the that fuck baby, huh? echo chamber yeah. and you want to talk to me about being okay okay, okay because you're... yeah she's trying to talk to him right there she's trying to be like calm and it's just not working so does the wait so does the baby oh, i think he needs a pacifier what would, you have, what would you have us do that would be did anybody uh, ask I, think, I think what they should do is take a little bit of rum put it on your finger rub it on his gums yeah are you you know what? You're like, you know what we ought to do? We ought to just open this emergency exit and then toss the baby out of this bitch. If that's what you want, Stu? Yeah, that what you want, sir? <laughs> Somebody starts reading Goodnight Moon to this guy. Yeah. Just starts putting him to sleep. Pick him up and just start rocking him back and forth. <laughs> he hasn't had his Snickers, apparently. Right. He's a little fussy. He gets fussy when he flies. And you want to talk to me about being okay. fucking okay? Okay, because you're, you're yelling. So That's is the baby. baby. Okay, so you're a man. So what would you have us do? The flight attendant has, has got points. Who's that? Oh, okay, so you're a man. That's so funny. Yeah, you're an adult, man. <laughs> it's a baby. Okay, you're a man. <laughs> right, you're a man. You're the adult. Okay, now the rest of the plane is starting to gang up on this dude. Okay, no, shut up. I don't give a fuck. You were you were sitting there watching that motherfucking baby cry for 45 minutes. This shit didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Tripping out uh, all the how did this end? conversations in the background. They call the cops on him. What you happened? know how this end as soon as this motherfucker land. You, 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 you right here. No, you, you. Sir? They're gonna be waiting to arrest you as soon as we fucking land. 
Yeah, I did see like a video or something of him talking to the cops. So yeah. you got them right. Uh pretty sure that the cops were involved. But uh, it the guy who took the video said the cops didn't look like they were arresting him. It looked like he was still complaining about that fucking baby. <laughs> he still won't shut up. He's still he's being a crybaby to the cops. <laughs> uh Mark Grabowski, who I think is the guy who took the video. He said that the man was refusing to get off the plane in Orlando and eventually prompting everyone on the flight to get deplaned. What? Um, and that's and that's where if I'm on this plane, that's that's where I now lose. That's where I lose my mind. I'm supposed to get on the plane because of this motherfucker. Won't shut the right plane. now, I'm missing I connections. All types of shit be happening. I got places to be and this motherfucker stopped me from it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the irate <laughs> passenger. Later shown in the video talking to authorities and airline employees away from the aircraft, he tried to plead his case that he had a right to yell because there were two adults with the crying baby and he shouldn't have to be disturbed. The TikTok user wrote, well, that's probably not how his wife imagined their Florida getaway going. Um, I guess they were, were they allowed to fly though? She gets what she gets. She knows, she knows what kind of man she's got. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if as soon as they got on the plane, she seen the baby was like, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> right here we go no way in hell we get into florida now yeah so the guy the guy who took the video talked to um i guess some media but he, the the guy the guy who did the yelling we don't know who that is yet he hasn't been identified i guess he was oh, somebody knows him yes, he ain't that timmy <laughs> you know grabowski said told the station that the flight's crew gave the man the option of either exiting the plane or having everyone else with him forcibly removed. He chose the latter and we all got off the plane and there was a lot of mumbling past him. I don't really know what everyone was going through, but it doesn't portray him in a good light, but maybe he's going through something and we got to give everyone a little sympathy. I got to be mad. Why I got to get to the plane because of this motherfucker. Maybe his ears were popping when it got too high at altitude. Might've been. Right. And he didn't know how to express himself. Bring him over to me. Let me rock him to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> i mean that guy this guy looks like he's probably what 50 yeah like he's not like a young guy he's, i mean he's an adult obviously but he's not even a young adult he should be in control of himself at this point right he, have you he act like he's never been around a child in his fucking life that's stupid you know he's crazy everywhere you know he goes you know what? of course nothing to do with the child <laughs> Oh, uh, maybe he was mad he was, at her. Yeah, <laughs> that had something to do with right. Either his wife, his kids, or his whatever. Job. It yeah. had you nothing had to do with that out baby. Right here, yeah, right. yeah. That's how you it act. Is. When you, that's why you act when it's not your baby. You know, right? <laughs> you find out that it's not your baby. You can. <laughs> he just snapped. maybe he was triggered. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that baby. <laughs> Why don't you tell the baby to stop yelling? How come no one's talking to the baby? I think he was triggered is what I think was happening here. And, I think and the, the way and the way he ignored the his, I don't know if that was his wife, girlfriend, or whatever next to him. The way he ignored her. Somebody who needs a new probably relationship. Probably her. Somebody who needs a new relationship is who that woman was. Yeah, it's probably her. <laughs> and this is, Just I think that. this the video of him talking to the police afterwards is is part of this clip too. Mm. Good. But I don't think you can hear what he's saying. This is them getting went off through the anything plane. like that. Ava was a, Ava was, a good, Ava was just a good baby, so she never really. 
I, someone I, reported I this too. I shouldn't say good baby because that makes it seem like babies who cry are bad babies. I shouldn't. Fuck, I shouldn't say that. Fucking crying babies. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I'm, I'm with you. You didn't have this yeah. problem. We didn't really have child, right? We flew a lot. We flew a lot. Navy was. Well, I think. I mean, look at look at look at look at look at look at go bring it roll it back a little bit, Andy. Look at roll it back a little bit, Andy. Look at stop stop right there. Well, I need those words out of the way. You see right that face right there that she's doing? Yeah, she did with this all the time. <laughs> that is that's the face of a woman who's constantly like, oh God, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we here go. Here we go again. Child, ain't no dick worth that. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> My whole black ass embarrassing me like this got me on the ticket top. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. I don't oh, that's, see, that's by the, the way. Face of that. I don't see a ring on her finger. Mm. So are they, maybe they're just, maybe they're not married. Maybe, maybe she's going to leave him Ooh. because of this. You know? Ooh. This ain't the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He do this all the time. Probably embarrassing them in front of their friends and things like that. I'm not, fi- no, we're not going through this. Try to plead his case that, let me tell you something that, that TSA agent he's talking to, look at that dude's bill. That's a serious motherfucker right there. But, and he goes not to act a fool and rape his blood, <laughs> yeah. honey. He'll have him in a bigger fold wrapped <laughs> around in three seconds. Tell by the way he's standing. That's a serious motherfucker right there. And this there. is his, his woman look, over here. Looking at his body language, though, he's like he's still yelling yeah. about that fucking baby to me. Yeah. I can hear him, but well, I can see it. But you know, he know not to get too aggressive, though. No. I don't know that he knows that. I'm gonna be honest, child. It's, it's, it's not really conveyed that type of uh, decision making in these clips so far. Also, his only rebuttal was, "But what about the baby?" Like if they if they said, uh, "We're gonna put you on a no fly list," he'll be like, "Are they gonna put the baby on a no fly list?" Like it's, he has no points other than you know, like, he, he got it. beef with the baby. He look like he on some like take me to jail. He does <laughs> look. He does He's look jail. like that. He definitely looks like he definitely looks take me to jail. You gonna take you gonna take the baby to jail? <laughs> I, I mean, I go to jail if the baby go to jail, but I'm not going to jail by my fucking self. Oh, you you you're not gonna put handcuffs on the baby? Oh, is, uh, really? Right. Really? But to go back to that one uh, video of the guy talking to the officer, you could tell the officer was in shape and everything like that. And then there was another officer walking up. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, I don't. Yeah. That dude. I'm like, when you're rotund like that and you're a police officer, I don't have any confidence in you. <laughs> well, you're an airport police. He's airport police. <laughs> so I don't care. Also looks like he looks like a he looks like a New York if City uh, police subway police on your officer. Back, yeah, if this is police on your back, you need to be in shape. And he may He's be in shape. I mean, but what is the baby in shape? No, so <laughs> maybe in shape. Is that goddamn baby, baby in shape. <laughs> Apparently, you haven't ever seen the documentary called Black Marl Cop. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> I think being over shape as officers is a little overrated. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really need to. You're just walking. That what was a favorite, documentary, wasn't it, Rod? One of my favorite and most accomplished police officers of all time. Uh, not only helped save the day at the Nakatomi Plaza, but also <laughs> raised a full family 
<laughs> raise a full family uh in a in a very rare condition in this day and age so i'm uh, i disagree completely Mark. and that guy knew every ingredient on a on a on a twinkie wrapper you know like he knew that <laughs> shit by heart so uh, he can stop terrorists i don't know why okay fam i hope y'all know i'm being facetious <laughs> okay. we thank him for his services we thank you for your service you taking the baby off the plane oh just me oh 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 really oh just me oh he had the nice house because his wife was an author remember you remember in the second one tps his wife was an author that's why <laughs> Wife was a successful, <laughs> a successful romance author. <laughs> That's where oh, the money was coming. I'm from. not sure what side he would have been on with this altercation, though, because he also really shot. Don't. He also had shot a small black kid. He did shoot. He did shoot a black kid. So, <laughs> who knows? Maybe that's what he meant when you said if that baby was black. He would have been like, "Yeah, I do know what you mean." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> In fact, someone wants—I I don't think the, the video's up anymore on YouTube. It was just the clip of him saying, "I shot a kid." I shot a kid. <laughs> it was just like a two-second clip. <laughs> I shot a kid. Shot a kid, and then he went to the funeral. Gun looked real enough. <laughs> do, we, do we think uh, his character on um, the movie was the same character? Yeah, that was a thing. We never or, really knew. On Family we, Matters? We do think it was, that. Family it was matters. fun to say, though. We definitely think that, for sure. Yeah, it was fun <laughs> to say, but we never really right. knew. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we need proof or evidence. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> that's I'm going that that's what my, you know, the, these two universes. Yeah. Oh, there's the kid, the kid that he shot was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's and that's why Urkel's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, we never really knew. He never really said. Steve used to be like Urkel. And he got shot. Now That's he when, turned, when he got shot, he was out there in them Urkel streets. Yeah. He, <laughs> he turned into. He turned into. He turned into. He had split personality. Yeah, Stefan Urkel. He turned into Stefan and, and Steve <laughs> after getting shot by that bullet. I shot a kid. Dude, shot a kid. <laughs> shot a kid. <laughs> It was high. It was dark. He had a gun. He was Looked robbing a store. He was running. Looked real enough. He was six feet tall. <laughs> oh, Lakita. Lakita in the chat. What are we even talking about? Oh, Lakita. Has not why seen are you Don bringing Hart? this to a screeching halt, Lakita? <laughs> I shot him. He asked me, why did I shoot him? I, I said, I saw, I saw you rob that store. He said, did I do that? <laughs> I said, yes, you did. You did do that. I shot and a nerd. You do it. <laughs> He's a little nerdy kid. <laughs> Is this part of Die Hard where he's telling he's, they're bonding? Him and John McClane are bonding over being cops. I shot a kid. So there you go. <laughs> I shot well, a kid. And then John McClane's like, well, say less. <laughs> I've been Look. shooting terrorists all day. <laughs> <laughs> Who among us hasn't shot a kid? Shot a are kid. you <laughs> seriously right now? I knew it was something I liked about you, man. <laughs> you and me, baby. I shot a kid. John McClane's like, I'll be right down. He just comes out. He stops fighting terrorists. Say less. And they just hug it out. Right. Let's just, go get some Twinkies, yeah. man. Low key, that's what he should have told the, that cap, that dude that showed up that was like the captain that kept countermanding him. <laughs> right. 
Because that dude was like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. He's like, bro, I've been on the scene all day. It's terrorists with tanks and shit. He's like, shut the fuck up. He's like, you should have I shot a kid. <laughs> I shot a kid. Oh, well, shit. No. Okay. Now tell me what happened with the whole situation then. <laughs> I shot a kid. <laughs> and you know what? I might have shot more than one. You don't even know. You, you know of one. Oh. Rite of passage. <laughs> shot a kid. <laughs> I shot a kid. That's what John Moran said. <laughs> that's gonna be john moran that's on hilarious instagram live <laughs> he's just gonna post that clip you're gonna a kid you know he go he goes I'm, I'm done <laughs> I'm I'm i shot a kid freeloaders, freeloaders can't see me i realize I'm that when I, after I threw the mic down i'm done <laughs> That's gonna be John Morant's next interview with Jalen Rose. <laughs> to be like, tell us, tell us about this incident now, where a kid sued you and you're you're counter suing the kid. Tell what do you want to talk? You want to talk about that a little bit? I shot a kid. <laughs> Just, the, gun the gun wasn't mine. Was, looked real enough. <laughs> real enough. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta change gears. Or we'll be here for. I shot a kid. Listen. I shot a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I yelled at a kid. Does anybody know Coco Coco Dadal? Who? What's oh, that? Exactly. I don't want to bring it up because porn name. What is what is we have? It's not a porn name. Coco Dadal. Yeah. It's a. Is that a rapper? She was a trans Sundance Film Festival star. She was found oh, dead. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I've seen her somewhere. Ooh. That's why I'm asking. I feel like I've seen her somewhere, but I don't know where. Ooh. In something, I, maybe. I don't, I don't know. The she name. in a movie I should be made aware of or something. Um, Kokomo was... City is a documentary, acclaimed okay. 2023 Sundance Film Festival documentary, Kokomo City. Mm. Um, featured in that. I don't know if is that out yet or. Just at Sundance. I mean, if, it's a, if Sundance, it's gonna go. It's gonna go when they're gonna put it out. It just depends I'll on what out where they, they put it. Yeah, it's not out yet, so I don't know. She was found with a gunshot wound, and this is in Atlanta. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sound about right. Crazy. I'm gonna figure in Atlanta's transgender community, Williams is perhaps best known for starring in the award-winning documentary Kokomo City. Premiered at Sundance this past January. Mm. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, if she if it had premiered in January, then they're waiting on a distribution deal. So, I mean, are they are they saying this is like summertime distribution? Probably. Is there any theories on what happened? It's not like a. I don't know. Okay. Just transgender hate, maybe. Yeah, well, you I'm wondering know. if it's like, I feel like maybe really... I, I feel like maybe I saw her on on the hated Vlad being interviewed. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times it'd be intimate. Not all the times, but some. But a lot of times, be somebody's. In, you know, my intimacy or intimate. Well, course. most murders, most murders, yeah. Unless it's just some straight up street violence, most murders are someone you know. No but also, you. like when it comes to like sex work and stuff like that, uh, which she was a, a sex worker. You got was uh, she in a sex work game? We don't want to put that out there. If she, if she was, she was. She was. Okay. Yeah. Um, you also have like uh, the inherent danger. Yeah, it's dangerous. At, because you know 
once again, the hate and then the fact that people feel like the police won't solve that crime. Right. So, right. You know. Because they won't. That's yeah. why they feel like that. In my cases, they don't. Yeah. They won't, <laughs> unless you get that one dedicated cop. Right. Who works, who's willing to do. And then that cop is known to everybody in the community. Like, oh, you got to go talk to Officer Johnson. He shot a kid, and uh, ever since then, yeah. he's been dedicated he to, shot a kid to, to helping people. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The, the face caught my eye, and I was like, I think I must have seen her talking somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Sad. Sad story. Sad stories. You know, we try to put that shit out there, though, because people need to know that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shared the article um, yeah. earlier. It's just sad, really. I don't have anything that. No, no, ain't nothing you really say about it. Like, how many years are you gonna go through this shit? I mean, how many, how many black kids we gotta watch get gunned down? Right, right. You know, how many, how many mall shootings? How many school shootings? Yep. You know, no, no time soon. I just started reading. Um, um, the girl wrote. I can't even remember the name of that book. And I literally just picked it up today. Isn't it not the not the sum of us? The one about what racism costs us all. Oh, and mm-hmm. she's coming at it from economic. Jesus, oh, gonna drive me crazy. Vamp amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Why he go to his lovely bookshelf and find this uh, book for y'all because it's going to drive him crazy. Mm -hmm. Dying of whiteness, maybe? Dying of whiteness. Or is it by the same author, maybe? Dying of whiteness. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, a lot of people have written about how much it's costing us for this fucking racism. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Dying of whiteness by Jonathan Metzel? Yeah. Maybe that's what he's talking about, or is he saying it is by Heather McGee? It's just a different book. I don't the sum of the some of us. Oh, so it is the some of us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, racism costs everyone. Heather McGee. I've listened to her talk quite a bit. She was on Al Franken's podcast for like the fourth time, and I was like, let me just buy her book. Quit fucking around. Al Franken got a podcast. Yeah, it's good. Oh, good. He loves Heather McGee. He keeps he calls her his favorite guest. And he, and he definitely means it. He had her on the Daily Show when he hosted. Yeah, he loves Heather McGee. A couple of weeks back, she was one of the guests. Getting that knowledge from her. And she he keeps bringing her on and talk about this because he was like, I didn't know any of this. She was like, yeah, nobody knows it. Oh, I know what I was going to talk to about. I saw his brother was on um, Dr. Phil's show, which right there. Go ahead, Andy. <laughs> was he doing bad things? We're talking about rep- they were talking about reparations. What you need to be doing is good things. I'm Dr. Phil of all places. Okay. Dr. Phil has had uh some conservative guests on his show to talk about like shit like that. He had Matt Walsh on to talk about trans issues. Yeah. Because that's who you go to. And uh, I actually saw a clip of that one because the station I'm at is a CBS affiliate. So the shit's right. always on. It's always right. on. <laughs> You're walking around and like going to the break room. Here we go. You need to, you know, <laughs> what you need to start doing is uh positive. No, good thing no TPS. Life. I wish it was though. If you continue 
to do bad things, bad things will, will be the result. We'll be back. I wish it was uh, after this. <laughs> we'll be right back. Um, that is brother on. And um, they were talking about reparations. His brother was saying how, you know, black people had slaves. So who are you going to, who's going to get paid? And we can't just because you can't get black people ahead by taking something away from white people. And this is a black guy saying this. So of course that's why Dr. Phil had him on. Oh, uh, there's an article about it. Black Twitter goes in on Dr. Phil. Yeah. But I always think of what my good friend Ta wrote. My good friend Ta, who, by the way, he ran, he let me read the article before he posted it. I don't know if you guys knew that. Did I tell you that? Oh, that's pretty nice. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> the essay he wrote, his, his reparations, that's say he he brought it to me. He was like, Randolph, what do you think of this? And I was like, man, listen, your shit is so good. You don't need me to. <laughs> you don't need me to say nothing, dog. <laughs> um. He's like, you don't have to go to slavery. That's not that's not the place to go to. You don't have to go to slavery. You can pick any time and talk about reparations. You don't have to go to slavery. You can go to he he took it to redlining. You can go to redlining. Black people have had money stolen from us, and other people have benefited from that from that money's being stolen through government policy. So if the government has taken stuff from us, then it's up to the government to bring the stuff back to us. That's it. Why? Why would it be an absolute disaster from Phil's point of view? Uh, Doctor Phil said earlier this week, slavery or reparations would be an absolute disaster, according to Atlanta Black Star. The TV star shared his hot take on Doctor Phil. He weighed in on the matter after Duke University professor William A. Darity Jr. said every black descendant of slavery should receive three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Darity said forty million black Americans have family ties to enslaved people, which means the U.S. would have to come up with $14 trillion to fund a reparations effort appropriately. Darity, who co-authored From Here to Equality, Reparations for Black Americans in the 21st Century, explained the payout uh, would help start closing the wealth gap between black and white people, which he said is about $840,000. Yeah, where's the Dr. Phil quote about a disaster? That wealth gap was created purposely, though. So you mean... The dude that studied this and <laughs> is a professor at Duke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Versus the fake doctor that charmed Oprah Winfrey into giving him a show. Right. <laughs> uh, Darity explained the payments would look like those distributed during the height of the pandemic. It would be paid by the federal government in the same way in which the federal government has met the expenses that were paid out for the purposes of trying to deal with the Great Recession. And also, most recently, economic downturn associated with the pandemic. Dr. Phil shared he thinks giving any Afri- any American the amount of money would be irresponsible and do more harm than good. I can tell you from a psychological perspective that if you take 350000 or 840000 and you write a check to any group of people, black, white, poor, homeless, whatever, you give any group of people that much money and say, there you go, best of luck, you come back in six months, they're going to be broke, he said. <laughs> Whatever reparations are done, that would be an absolute disaster, as opposed to the guidance and help in creating generational wealth as opposed to income. Which so he also probably that, doesn't believe in and had no ideas or specific. Well, how do you guide and help those people? Right, you can saying. do both. It's not either or. You can give people money and say, now let us uh, give you the resources to properly deal with that money. It's not the fucking Chappelle show sketch. Right. You know, about reparations. Is that the evidence he had against it? it was like, well, are you ever watched yeah. that documentary? On Dave Chappelle about giving the blacks too much. I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, they're they're gonna be walking <laughs> around. Money, saying, 
it's probably rich, people around. They're going to be joining my country club. That's a bad thing. You can't be doing that. They're going to be broke if they because if they get against me, I'm I'm getting a hole in one every time. Oh, what did the Japanese do with the money they were they were given with the ref with their ref? They're all broke. Now. Broke. Whatever they broke. want to do with it. Okay. What you ever the, seen a rich Japanese person? Come on now. What did the Israeli <laughs> people do with the reparations they were given? Uh, they all went broke too. Six oh, months. Okay. It all took six months. This is a bad what thing. What did they do? It's bad. Well, you ever heard about Kyrie Irving? I mean, he could tell you what they did. <laughs> No, he, he knows what they did with the money. Whatever what reference have done, they will be an absolute disaster. Well, Darren commented, commented that only some recipients of reparations would be a reckless, would be reckless with the money, but that wasn't enough to sway the TV host. Instead, he cited the amount of fraud that occurred amid COVID as what evidence. Does, what fraud? fraud white people. Fraud? What right. is fraud versus reparational money? How does those two things compare? It sounds like a fraudian slip. <laughs> I think he's saying that people will fraudulently claim that they were descendants of slaves to cash in, which I'm sure some people would. You know um, what they would be? White people? Right. Be white people. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not us. It's right. like it'd be a disaster. All of a sudden, everybody would want that, that one drop rule would come into effect sure. right away. I'm pretty sure if you're black, yeah, you're a descendant of slaves. So, well, one of the reasons. Well, not not necessarily. I mean, you can. Well, be- I mean, other than you know, mm-hmm. an African immigrating right. to America after the fact. So that's gonna be it. That's what the disaster really gonna be about is the black people that's pushing all the immigrant black people out. Right. This is gonna get real fucking feisty mm-hmm. when that shit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the reasons the COVID uh, PPP loans were so disorganized and so much fraud took place is because they were rushed because we were in the middle of what we thought was going to be a crazy, unprecedented uh, economic situation. And they didn't and follow the normal rules to check. <laughs> yeah, the Trump administration was was not really trying to be like vigilant about it. So mm-hmm. they just cut these checks and said, we'll deal with it later. If there was a formal reparations program, they would have all the checks in place for to check whether someone is being fraudulent or not. Right. And they um, wouldn't change them either. In fact, they would be the most stringent you ever seen. Yeah. The, the pandemic payments are not an example of how the government typically doles out money. That was a very unique situation. And a lot of people took advantage of it and they're not going to claw back anywhere near the money that was taken fraudulently. That's okay. just the way it is. Also, what do you do about the kids that are just fucking babies and now they're in first class crying their fucking heads off because they got <laughs> yeah, all this goddamn money? All this money. They, yeah, they can't a first class ticket. For this right. Thing. I mean, diamond studded pacifiers. Also, if if Dr. <laughs> Phil is right, if you give every black person at least $350,000 and then six months later, they're going to be broke. Wouldn't that be a uh, wouldn't that just be a, a, an economic stimulus at that point? <laughs> like right. that money's getting sent right back to the economy. And I think uh, we will see acts of racial violence spike, like my man Greg said in the chat room, because right. you give me three hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm whooping a lot of people's ass. And I've been waiting <laughs> right. a lot of people that I've just been like, man, I can't afford to whoop that person's ass. I, I'm going to pay the court fees. I shot another. I, kid. <laughs> I keep shooting kids. <laughs> I shot a kid. I keep shooting kids. <laughs> yeah, the Dr. Phil thing is based in like um just this Fantasy? idea this idea that everyone who gets money is going to be just a dummy who doesn't know how to handle money and doesn't know how to ask for help. A lot right. of people who are bad with money 
if they had a little money, they could pay someone to help them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just a cycle of poverty. You don't have any extra money to learn how to handle money. Agreed. And you don't have any money to handle. So, mm-hmm. right. Plus we you can put, put all the things in place. If you're going to say this is our reparations program, and also we're going to uh, give you the education financially if you need it, if you ask for it, it's there for you. And it's going to be interesting because of the way the system, you have a lot of niggas going, no, I don't trust y'all. Y'all are reasonable. Why was he talking place. about this? <laughs> right. Don't you have oh, some kids to send the fucking abusive boot camp or some shit? What happened to your <laughs> show? Boot camp? The fuck is your show about, man? <laughs> He's talking about I, the real things out here, man. I don't want to cash these people outside. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? It would be bad if we did that. What we need to do is good. I'm just a simple man from Texas. All right. You tell me it's windy. I'm going to believe you. The hoes uh, are laughing. I think this that's, is, I guess, I guess this is the actual clip of him talking to this guy. Black American. The first condition is that reparations should be paid to. Oh, come on. To black Americans whose ancestors were enslaved in the United States. And this would require an expenditure of $14 trillion which would be distributed evenly across the 40 million black American descendants of U.S. slavery. That would be approximately $350,000 per person. If you take $350,000 or $840,000 and you write a check to any group of people, black, white, poor, homeless, whatever you give any group of people that much money and say there you go best of luck and you come back in six months they're going to be broke so whatever reparations are done then don't do it that way that would be an absolute you don't have to do it that way you can do it like social security you just get a monthly check that adds up to a certain amount over your lifetime and what happened if a lot of them people they're gonna be like well all this money gonna gonna pay my debt off now i'm debt free right right (laughs) I might not have that money, but what I don't got is this debt. <laughs> right. I'm broke, but right. I'm out of debt. Yeah. So, right. I mean, it, cutting a one-time check for 14 trillion is probably not the best idea anyway. So you dole it out over some kind of period of time. Uh, you set up maybe recurring payments. You don't have to just literally give people a check for $350,000 and say, see you later. And if you do, that's fine too. And if you want to offer people services to handle money, that's fine too. But they don't, they might not, need them anyway like well, this when whole he idea says that, when he says when you give any group of people but he doesn't really mean that what no, he means right. is you give black people that money then this is what they're going to do because well, I think, with money he doesn't mean that i think in the groups he he kind of says what you what you need to hear is think about the groups he compared black people to right the poor and the homeless yeah a group of people that much okay money. so you see that black guy right there yeah he was arguing against it Against reparations. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because because black people own slaves. Well, I can see his face. Just the face, the lack of facial hair. I I assume. (laughs) (laughs) I assumed he was on that side of the argument. (laughs) And the fact that he's there in person and the professor is not. Right. Or $840,000. And you write a check to any group of people. Black white, poor, homeless, whatever. Homeless. Whatever. Poor homeless. homeless. Poor and homeless. Why homeless? What about middle class? There were a couple groups he couldn't say because we actually have given him reparations. Right. (laughs) Right, exactly. 
black, white, Japanese. Japanese. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Israelis. Israeli. Oh. Hold up. Uh, okay, not them. Right. And the thing about the white is that they are white poor. So I got to be sure I, we talk about the white poor too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we treat them just like the blacks. Poor white. <laughs> what are we going to do next? Give give money to Native Americans? I mean, this is, this is crazy. This is a slippery slope. <laughs> it's a very slippery slope. Do you know a good idea? I was thinking that we could pay for all this with slavery. So if we bring <laughs> back slavery, now see we don't even have we don't even oh we're now coming out on the top of this. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> coming up, we got some interesting <laughs> ideas coming up. We're gonna coming about to the break. Coming about to the break. I'm gonna send the kid to in the slip. <laughs> coming up next, we're gonna have uh, Candace Owens. Come on out, Candace. <laughs> Candy Owens. <laughs> Come on out. Tell us what you think about reparations. Why is he talking about oh, this? Next, Sean Kennedy. 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 Someone. What that, whatever that Hannity. means. Why is he talking about this? Because because his his viewers want to hear it, right? I think he's in his last season and he's just he's doing all the hot button issues because he did trans stuff. Oh, oh okay. Okay, this is last season. This, I walked in the office the other day and that was on the trans one. It was this is last day of school, dog. It was stupid. <laughs> that trans argument was stupid. He's like, I've been wanting to talk about this shit. This all the shit. Everything his producers was like, no, Dr. Phil. <laughs> the whole 25 years he's been on the air. I just think if Black Lives Matter, maybe they shouldn't shoot each other. Yeah, we're not gonna do that one, bro. So <laughs> He said right there, example, America saved Jewish people from extinction and they are still getting cash reparations, reparations from cultural countries because of the harm done. Yeah, it's. um, And then, of course, it's all the back and forth Twitter shit. Like, this is a tweet that was for it. This is a tweet that was against it. Right. Um, So it's all the people kind of calling out Dr. Phil. Do they cover that in journalism school now? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. They do. Both sides. They'll be like, uh, so we used to teach this is where you do your research and you give your opinions. But we replaced that whole segment section with how to quote tweet Twitter. Right. Uh, so I do it, do? Man, listen, I do it every day. <laughs> what you want to do is you want to say a uh, a user said and then you and you just copy what they said. And then you just copy first. and paste. You ain't got to copy. And, just bring the tweet over. And then in the article with a <laughs> quote, the tweet it, over. in the article with a question. That's how we and like also it. if you can't find any such tweets, create a burner account. Tweet, <laughs> and then and then just copy that tweet because you, all you need is a counterpoint tweet. It doesn't matter who it is, how many followers, when they join Twitter. How and many people it, liked it? Not it, everyone uh, liked this. Not everyone agreed. No matter like how no matter how reprehensible it is, just end the article with a question like, and I will never know. We'll never know, but at least we had the conversation. Hey, right. Andy, pull up a. Uh, Nikki Haley backlash for wearing off-white dress to daughter's wedding reception. My favorite, my favorite is when they end the article with something like, and should people get reparations? What are your wait thoughts? Till, wait till y'all see her son-in-law. <laughs> I'm like, what are your thoughts, nigga? I'm doing the work. <laughs> well, you can't you can't trick me. I read a whole article, you didn't say shit. What are what, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> we Leave may a comment never, below. We may never know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> So Nikki Haley just got, click on just click on the photo where it says right there posted a photo on her social media. Okay, so she she posted a photo. Let me stop this video. She posted a photo. Ooh, there's her son-in-law. Uh, we had the sweetest weekend celebrating Rena and Josh. Thankful for us. Oh, they had they got Josh. married. Okay. Thankful for our sweet family and friends who joined us. Where his folks? 
and celebrating everything. <laughs> you know, they was proud. like, well, we're not going to that wedding. Mm. So I don't know what the off-white dress is supposed to be. Is that because it's competing with the white dress of her kid? I don't know why people care about that, but um well I know is, that the, the mother's not so women, the mother and the mother-in-law are not supposed to wear any dresses remotely close to what the daughter is wearing. The bride. Yeah. The bride. Let me say that. The bride. Yeah. I mean, that's those are just weird wedding formalities. We're so goddamn fucking stupid ass, stupid ass. <laughs> And I'm more focused on him right now. <laughs> the, only, the only color in that the entire picture I'm looking at is the blackness of this man's skin. <laughs> Just I feel like Lakeith Stanfield, get out, <laughs> get out. Uh, and his girl. bow tie is a different color than everybody else's. Uh, too. That's that's their his stand smile out. looks very um, <laughs> get out ish. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, we don't know anything about Josh. We don't know what kind of guy he is. We know he's a Republican. He sure do. He better that's be. The only reason why look at that hairline. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it the, the hairline? Where are his Always folks? Always the hairline. Where are his folks? I need to see. Mm-hmm. And oh, did they come just to support? And as soon as everything was over, they what was the, out. What was? The, I want to see the dance floor. What songs they was picking? <laughs> I want to see the, the hell Nikki is holding <laughs> his arm. Not um, before I let you know. On. Not be not that. how Nikki was holding his arm. No, oh, how she was holding his arm. He just did. He just throw a kappa sign up. No, he's just waving. It's just a. This I is think him that's a kappa sign. No, nah. he's just waving his hand. Pretty sure he's out. He's not throwing up a kappa. <laughs> no, nah, he's just waving. They're both just okay. Waving. Uh, this is. Oh, he be at campaign events. Mm, yeah. Right. He been. He been. Yeah. No vagina in the world. No. <laughs> Unless you're a black Republican. No vagina in the world would make my black ass stand up next to Nikki Haley at a campaign event. <laughs> nope. Uh, they had a, their wedding was at the uh, Kiawa Island Golf Resort. Um, reception fees at the resort start at $20,000. It's a pretty lavish wedding. She's rich. Yeah, they got money. Maybe Clarence Thomas has been a fact to pay. Maybe Harlan Crow pay for it. <laughs> oh, the whole thing. Uh, Harlan, uh, Crow, we, Harlan Crow owns his house. <laughs> we have the Harlan Crow yeah. suite, please. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't. It's not much info about this guy on on the internet. Mm. Um, now there are a lot of pictures of like the two of them together and family pictures and stuff. Oh, there's pictures of the proposal. Okay, hold on. There's a there's a little picture. Post that up. This is her showing off the ring, I think. Oh, it's not going to come up. It's behind the paywall. Yeah, so they've been they've been photographed together. I I don't. I'm looking for pictures of like him and his family, but I don't see any. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Um, there you go. This is them showing off the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Look at look at Tim Scott Jr. <laughs> Yep. Uh, the two of them. Oh my God, his hair! Oh Jesus Christ! Why don't they ever go to the barber? You know they go to supercuts. What are you talking about? They is not going to cuts with a Z. They never go to the barber with a Z. Look at his hair. (laughs) Oh jeez. Why don't they ever go to the barber? What is it with them? Because the barbers will be like, nigga, what is you doing in here? Them little biracial kids gonna be fucked up. <laughs> Damn. You know they're gonna be like, we don't see color. 
like, oh my God, them little kids gonna be fucked up. Mm-hmm. Daddy, they call me an N-word at school. Well, that's because <laughs> racism doesn't exist. So that didn't happen. All right. Good night. Guess what, kid? You can get reparations too. They never go to the barber. I just I don't understand it. Yeah, all the pictures of just him. Probably in there dancing the hootie and the blowfish. I just I don't get it. Oh, they're, they're <laughs> having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm like you. Where's any shots of his family? Because they like nigga. We yeah, I'm like, where's his family at? Joshua they definitely Jackson. did. They definitely did the chicken dance at this wedding. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. That's that was Joshua definitely Jackson. on the floor with that. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, that's the oh, actor Joshua Jackson. That's different. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> that's the yeah, actor Joshua and his, his black wife. That's different. They were getting crunk out that Sweet Caroline. They, you know they was in there. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> <laughs> so um, good, so good. Okay, so oh, they was drunk. Joshua Jackson plays football at Clemson. Same guy, right? Looks that's like him. Look at this hairline. That's him. <laughs> so he's a walk-on, appeared in 15 career games from 2017 to 2020. I guess he was. He's probably out of college now. Um, before Clemson, he lettered at Christ Church Episcopal School. Let's go, Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he has a degree. He has a he's out of college now. So yeah, he was they met at Clemson, I guess, because that's I think probably where her daughter would have gone. College sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Josh Jackson and and uh, Rena Haley. Yeah, he barely played. Looks like he just walked on and got a few snaps every year. I know he was catching hell in that locker room. <laughs> I don't know. It's Clemson. Yeah, that's true. You got Dabo. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. A lot of Southern religious shit. They probably fuck with it. They're like, man, you got to catch. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky dog. Dog, I tried to holler at Nikki Haley's daughter too, man. She she wasn't fucking with me. <laughs> I think he does he coach now? He has a Twitter account. Oh, Jesus. Maybe he coaches. No, I don't think he coaches college or anything. Coach his way to getting a haircut. <laughs> I don't think you can something you can't coach some things. Some things you can't teach. <laughs> yeah, he does have an eight head. So yeah, well, you know, he's he's married his college sweetheart. Things are going well for for Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Getting all his pictures in the paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tim Scott. Worth the it. disdain, the disdain of the black community. You worth know that, it. <laughs> you know it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, Rena Haley and Josh Jackson. Long time. Uh they had a long-term relationship. It's not a not a fly by night thing. Mm-mm. Probably together all through college. This is his reparations. <laughs> Worth it. Right, well, let's bring this one home, y'all. Been a good time today, people. How'd y'all feel about that? It was fun, good. man. Thanks for having me. Hey, this was fun. Uh, we didn't get to any comments. We'll get to that next week. Of course and, we did. Um, <laughs> and I'll save a couple. The the wrestler who beat his opponent and then the, the opponent punched him in the face i'll oh. save that video for next week yes hold on to that that's and, that's evergreen and a few other ones too like the the dead guy on the cruise ship yeah hold on that shit's evergreen 
Jay, I'll come back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. Uh, Mark, why don't you bring us home last? Any any comments and concerns? Mm-mm. No concerns. No. Good. Good. All right. Let's close it up. Is that dog, is he ready to go outside? Yeah, he's ready. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, let's he, let him get this dog. He knows when you're wrapping up. The dog yeah. can tell. Yeah, I say, yeah, the dog knows the keywords. He starts looking. All right, y'all. So let's bring it home. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. You're in my room. I'm Rob Morrow. And I'm Brother Mark and Linus. I came, Rod came charging in after Karen, didn't he? I'm Rob Morrow. And we're three guys on, and we are out. I shot a kid. Shot a kid. <laughs>